Welcome to Essential Oil Healthcare Radio. I am Frank. I am a certified physician assistant. And I'm Jackie Ritz. I'm an herbalist and lover of essential oils. And we would love to bring to you this podcast about herbs, essential oils, supplements, all these ways that you can live a natural life. So stay tuned and listen to us and we'll be bringing to you lots of content on essential oils, using herbs, using natural remedies to take care of yourself and your family. Hey everyone, we're back and we're so thrilled to bring you this talk that Frank was able to do on the doTERRA East Leadership in Atlanta this past week. This is his talk that we're bringing to you about how to up-level your health, four ways that you can up-level your health. Enjoy! When I think about Frank, and I've known Frank a long time as well, any guys in the audience, raise your hand here. So Frank is awesome. When, when I have a question, I'll go to Frank, especially if it's a guy question. How, how can I use oils for this? So he is a wealth of knowledge. And when I think about what Frank and his wife Jackie have done to build a business, to Blue Diamond, with their experience combined, it's just a tremendous, tremendous, powerful story. And I'm happy that Frank is here, uh, made some change of plans just so we could be here with you today. So let's give a huge welcome to Frank Ritz. Do one of those things where I want you to like stand up, stretch, and massage each other, okay? I don't do that, all right? But I do want you to know that I speak fast and I speak loud, as you can already tell. All right, so be prepared, take notes, and I think of that old Saved by the Bell episode of Jesse Spano. The smoke was coming off of her notebook, so I have a lot of slides to go over, so please, I will get as engaging with you as possible. I promise I won't call anybody out, although I have been known to do that, I think on the fly, but sit down, buckle up, and let's go ahead and take this ride, okay? So, of course, we have to start this off with having some disclaimers, right? This is my information. I just so happen to be a physician assistant, but I am not speaking anything more so than what I am entitled to as a wellness advocate of doTERRA. Okay, so take it for what it's worth. If you want to speak with somebody or you yourself want to take up any of these lifestyle changes, talk to your healthcare provider. You know, you heard a lot about what this primer, the Prime Meridian clinics, right? Integrative healthcare is on the rise. I actually had the opportunity on the plane right here to speak with a gentleman who works in Christian uh, healthcare ministries. They help provide finances for families to be able to go see integrative physicians. And I think that that's incredible, right? How many of you actually feel that we now have sick care in America rather than healthcare? And if you have, if you don't have your hand up, put it up because it's the truth. All right, I speak truth. Um, there was just a quick little story is that because of my wonderful wife, I haven't had to be in practice now for coming up, I think it's like four years now. And the reason why I say that is because not only do we love having a home-based business, gives us time with the children and the farm that we have in Western North Carolina, but here's the biggest part, is that every single day we get to help people and we get to help empower people and we help to get people to understand that they have the ability to do it and that we are there to help them understand that they can as well. And we provide the most amazing thing, I think, which is hope. I'm not going to insult you by making you 
listen to me talk about my slides, but that's the agenda, okay? And we may, there might be some other arrows that come off of that. All right, we do have a tendency to kind of go. So I got 98 slides to go over. We got roughly, I think Russell gave me two hours, did you not? So I'm just kidding, but let's sit back and let's seriously enjoy this, okay? So let me tell you a little bit about me, okay? I promise that that's me, I didn't Photoshop any of these photos. <laughs> this is sort of where I was and where I'm at now. I'm a veteran of the United States Army. I would like to thank those who support veterans of the United States military. But I am service disabled and I was medically retired back in 2013. But I didn't say all that because I wanted you to just know who I am. I want to know, I want you to know my journey, okay? So let's talk about my journey. So I joined because of 9-11. Still gets me. I don't know why. Alright, anyway, so I, I joined in 9-11. <clears throat> During my first tour in Operation Iraqi Freedom, that's when I met my wonderful wife, Jackie. Was this planned? I'm trying not to be this raw and real. I'm trying to keep my demeanor. All right, all right, stop. Okay, so we met online when meeting online wasn't cool. I'm a zenial, all right? I, I, I believe in some certain uh, check marks to, to talk about your demographic data, if you will. So I'm a Zennial, I'm the person that grew up with a tape recorder, an 8-track, and then I started with AOL Instant Messenger. So I'm that person, right? <laughs> but we met actually through a dating scene online or a dating site online where she was on a Christian dating site, I was on a military singles dating site, and we just so happened to hit it off. She winked at me, and the rest is, as you say, is history. We ended up emailing back and forth, and it was just, we knew it was love at first click, or whatever they call it. <laughs> so, I come back to the United States, and I just wasn't the same, all right? There was a lot of stuff that happened to me while I was deployed, okay? Post-traumatic stress is a real thing. It makes people different. And you don't have to be in the military, folks, to have post-traumatic stress, okay? I don't want the post-traumatic stress to ever be something that's connoted only with the military. You can like drive by a very horrific accident and that could cause post-traumatic stress and you will be affected. You can have a very close relative or friend of yours commit suicide and you will have post-traumatic stress symptoms possibly. So don't ever think that post-traumatic stress, if you suffered a traumatic event in your life, you're not alone. We've all been there, we're all there with you. But let's fast forward. Jackie and I have decided to eat right, get the movement, get the toxins out of our life to include social media. We decided to get these things out of our life so we can start filling it with those things that we knew that were gonna be better for our overall wellness. I stand to you as a veteran who is service disabled. I have bad knees, a bad back, post-traumatic stress disorder, carpal tunnel syndrome on both hands, I'm a wreck, but I stand here today because I've unlocked the key to natural solutions. I don't need opioids. I don't need psychotherapy medications. I'm not saying that those aren't necessary. What I am saying though is that you have hope. If you feel that you need to go see a healthcare provider because you might need to be on medication short term, do it, okay? But the fact of the matter is, is what are the other choices that you are making Instead of being in this stereotypical American mindset, well, actually, it's a more of a world mindset now, 
of believing that there's a magic bullet. Like I have to take my medication, right? Let's go ahead and now rewind to the 1800s. Did they have medications back then? They had herbs, right? They had possibly essential oils and things of that nature, okay? It can happen and I promise it will happen. So here's my slide on both men and women's health concerns. I'll just let you take a snapshot of that real quick. But these are the things that you want to address when you do these wellness consults, okay? And here's the best part. There is not a person in this room that either hasn't been affected by these themselves or knows somebody who has, okay? So the best part about it is, is that like, I'll do a wellness consult, I'll be like, hey Joe, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, you, you'd like some help with? And it'll be like, I'm, I'm good. I'll be like, no, really, I mean, like seriously, like, what's going on? Well, I'm good. Okay, how do you sleep? There's number one. Do you have seasonal threats? That's two, right? People are going to have these very common maladies and you're gonna be able to actually reach out to them as well because ain't nobody perfect, all right? If you can find that perfect, if you can find that perfect person, please introduce them to me, okay? Because I would like to know who they are because ain't none of us perfect. Those are the men's and then these are the women's. As you can see, I'll just kind of quickly flip. I promise I'll come back. But I'll quickly flip that you can see that there is a lot of common ground there. The same things that affect ladies are the same things that affect men, right? Men definitely abuse alcohol more, okay? And men have a lot more accidents, which you actually, I don't know why it's not on that slide, but men have more accidents. And I don't mean vehicle accidents, I mean like carpentry related accidents or I'm a mechanic and I had an accident, okay? Those are the types of things, all right? Whereas women, you can see it's a lot more in terms of heart and hormone health, okay? So what we did was we said, you know what, let's go ahead and put this on our team and let's see what we can do in terms of the type of data that we can find out about our folks on our team and how can we actually help them, okay? So we did the daily challenge, all right? Or excuse me, we did the 30-day challenge. I think we did this about a year or two ago. I think it's time for me to go ahead and do it again. But we did it for about 30 days and we wanted to see how they did. And as you can see, that was our recommendations for how to, how to participate, okay? And here's just some of the results. I asked about everything, but I'm only gonna show you two results. So do you remember the Daily Habits Kit? This is a great thing to get people started on, by the way. Huge, awesome thing. Very, very, a lot of value in this, okay? It has a lot of the things that Julie just talked about, okay? And if it's, correct me if I'm wrong, is this still available? Because I'm not nearly as savvy with the shop as my wife is, okay? So it's still there, good. But if you don't have that, then what you can do is you can start off with this and then tailor make it as you go. But this should probably be the baseline of what you consider to recommend for a lot of folks. And if they can't do it, start them on the LLV, start them on the Terrazyme, you know what I mean? Get that gut health going. And then, you know, fine tune it from there because you shouldn't be just doing one wellness consult, by the way. This should be like a follow-up sort of thing, all right? People took years to get themselves unhealthy your one hour wellness consult is not gonna make them healthy. You gotta see them more often than, than that. So here's some of the data. I just did these things called Likert scales, which is like, you know, on a scale of one to 10, we've all filled them out. One is that I don't agree with it at all. 10 is that I completely agree with it, right? So this is the before and after of managing your stress effectively. Just daily habits, folks. Just daily habits. I talk to a lot of other healthcare providers and I talk to a lot of wellness folks on the internet, and I'm really good friends with a lot of them. 
Do you know that essential oils can be the gateway drug, if you will, to better health? All of you sitting in here, and I'm not calling it a drug, by all means, I'm not saying that essential oils are drugs, okay? But what I am saying is that when we think of a gateway drug, we think of something that gets us into other, you know, illicit materials, if you will, right? But essential oils could be like, I want to get more healthy. I should start eating better. I should start working out. I should probably stop drinking from plastic bottles. Okay? These are at least the good plastic bottles. We'll maybe talk about that here in a second. But anyway, that's what I mean is that like you start seeing them change. And the best, most beautiful part of that whole thing is you're there with a front row seat and you get to see it. You get to see people get healthier in front of you. Okay? This is how asleep. So across the board before and then afterwards, you can see that everybody was very much sleeping better. Sleep should not evade you. Never should, you should not have sleep problems, guys and gals. You should not have sleep problems. You have things that are interfering with your sleep, and if you can find those things and eradicate them, you will get better sleep. Okay? Obviously, this should not be at all weird to anybody, right? We've seen the multicolored pyramid. All right, this is the first thing that you should have during your wellness consult. This is the only thing that you should probably have during your wellness consult. Why? Because when all else fails, you go right back to the beautiful diagram. From that dashed line or from that solid line right there, those are choices we make every single day. Above that solid line, that's when you go see a healthcare provider. Because I still am a firm believer in labs. I'm still a firm believer in imaging studies when necessary. And these are the things that can help guide your conversations about what have I been choosing to do daily and actually how is it making me more healthy. So by all means, go see your healthcare provider at least once a year, at least. Because you need labs, you need to know are all the things that I'm doing, how am I looking, okay? Focus on lifestyle modification and yes, you really are what you eat. And now, because I'm a farmer, I've taken that one step further. Now you are what you eat and what it eats. Okay? If you learn nothing else from my entire conversation, just stop smoking. Please. Okay? Probably the best smoking cessation class I ever went to was going to PA school. Alright? I saw what happens to people who smoke chronically. And let me, sm let me speak about smoking and, and this epidemic that we have that's going on. I apologize. Like I said, I'll go on a small tangent every once in a while, but I promise I'll circle back around. But how are you doing back there, cameraman? Am I okay? I'm about to wear this carpet out here. <laughs> so uh, the Surgeon General in 2017 actually came and made a public statement. And that public statement was that isolation, right? The lack of community is causing more health concerns in our populations now than it ever has. And she likened it to saying that the isolation, depression, anxiety, all these different things that people feel are actually similar to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. That's what it's doing to our bodies. These cell phones that you're holding recording me and stuff like that, that's not where your friends are. Your friends are in this room. Your friends are in your communities. Your friends are in your neighborhoods. I say we go ahead and keep the technology, but dial our brains back to the 1990s. And let's reconnect with one another. 
Because that's the problem. That is the issue. If you can sit there and I can give you all the diagnoses that this brain possibly understands in the medical textbooks, and everything is interwoven with this feeling of isolation, loneliness. 18 to 22 year olds are the most lonely of our population these days. I kid you not. Did you know that one out of every two Americans reports that they are lonely? That's 50%. That's me taking these tables and going that way. All of these folks are, they're all lonely. You guys are all not lonely. That's sad, okay? We need to change this. Learn how to get eight great hours of sleep. And yes, you can exercise too stinking much. All right, I'm a definite example of that with how much I did it in the military. <clears throat> Four foundations, take a snapshot of this because this is what you do every single time you have a wellness consult. Go back to this. In, in medicine, we talk about the ABCs, you know, airway, breathing, circulation. Well, whenever you have a traumatic patient come in, you're always supposed to go back to the ABCs. If you can remember nothing else, just go back. Are they breathing? Is the airway open? Is their heart beating? This is exactly what you do. You just have this with you and you just say, Am I have I talked about nutrition? You know, you're not a dietitian. Let's give that credit to dietitians. But what you can do is you absolutely can talk to them about good, healthy food choices. Okay? You can talk to them about getting out and exercising. And just like Julie said, I feel the same way about exercise. Go for a hike, go biking, play with your children, move, clean your house vigorously for 20 minutes. Not only will it make you feel better, you knock down some cobwebs, but you might get some cobwebs out of here too. Okay, just move. So I'm going to let you take a picture of that. I'll just talk the highlights, okay? There was an NHANE study. If you're not familiar with the, I'm going to say it, uh-oh, the Food and Drug Administration. They come out with data about every so often. So this is the most recent data from the best of my Google searching. Is that from 2007 to 2010, what they found out is that three out of four in the population have a diet low in vegetables, fruits, dairy, and oils. Now we can sit here and we can make the argument about dairy. That's a whole other topic. But seriously, fruits and, veg fruits and vegetables. All right, 75% of people don't really eat those every single day. The next thing is that they eat their grains and proteins. Like, right? Of course we eat grains and proteins. That's what we do. You know, it's a whole steak and potato mentality that we have here in America. But they're not making the subgroup comment, or excuse me, they're not making the subgroup meetings. Okay, and then that shouldn't surprise number three is that we're eating a lot more sugar, a lot more saturated fats, and a lot more sodium. So the critical starting point is you are what you eat. Do nothing else during your wellness consult. Just ask them how to do, just ask them how they eat during the week. How often do you eat out? When you eat out, what do you eat? Because eating out's not bad. I mean, like I follow a ketogenic protocol, but I can eat out just fine. You know, so talk to them about the foods that they consume. Ask where they get them from. There's this concept around now called beyond organic. Okay, if you can't afford organic food, I get it. That's a crazy market. That's a whole nother conversation for a whole different crowd. But the thing is though, is that I bet you there's local farmers that you can go talk to, ask them how they do their stuff on their farms, support local and regional food and get the food that you deserve. We do not need to have deserts and, and swamps anymore of food, okay? Let's clean this up and it starts with your food dollar. That's a conversation I have for farmer veterans. That's a whole nother thing. Bottom line, get moving. This is foundational movement, or excuse me, foundation two. Super simple, American Heart Association came out with a pretty cool new infographic. All right, it's called moving around in 150. 
or plus. If you do moderate intensity, it's 150 during the week, break it on most days of the week, and then 75 of like a higher, like think like HIIT training, right? Do it for 75 minutes throughout the week. All right, we know sleep that builds community. It's a great way to meet people. All right, go, like the YMCA would not be the YMCA if it didn't have the community associated with people working out together. Go join yoga classes, go join things, right? Get to know people. Number three, I don't know why I did that, sorry. That should say manage stress, but healthy, or excuse me, the National Sleep Foundation said, what is, it's a morbid subject, but we're supposed to sleep a third of the time of our life, okay? Not getting enough of restorative sleep, that's not normal. Social media, your phones, get them out of your stinking bedroom. Put them to sleep before you go to sleep. Put the do not disturb on. Ain't nobody need to talk to you until eight o'clock at night about something that can't wait until eight o'clock the next morning. We'll do this at the end, okay? Just remind me and we'll circle back and do this in the end. Number four, all right? Just take a picture of that, all right? I don't really wanna get into that, but now we're going from, I do wanna highlight uh, food, is that we are now looking at ultra processed foods, not just processed foods anymore. This is like the superhero of food. This is like the food that kind of sort of used to be a food, but it's really not food anymore at all, okay? All right, take a picture. The reason why I say that is because unfortunately my time is growing short, but the reason why the heart is just to catch your attention, but cholesterol levels can be managed well in the normal limits if you're using cinnamon and lemongrass. I promise that that's a study that's out there. The Journal of Pharmacy and Pharmacology actually stated that linalool, just like Julie talked about, it actually helps support relaxation, okay? And circulation can also do the same. Stop smoking, that's it. That's Journal of Medical Everything, okay? Everybody knows about Breathe, essential oil blend. Everybody knows about cardamom, okay? This is not necessarily to hurt your feelings. Okay, one last thing, because I've just been holding on to it the whole time. This has been a lifesaver for me. This is my warrior blend. I don't go anywhere without it. It's like my new American Express card. Okay, what it is, 10 drops of serenity, five drops of editor, 10 drops of balance, usually in a fiber, a 10 milliliter, topped off a fractionated coconut oil bottle. Put it on my pulse points, put it on my forehead when I had a goatee, I put it on my mustachio fuser. <laughs> all right, so it's my warrior blend. We can get into emotional aromatherapy. I think all you folks understand the limbic system is a powerful thing and that we can control our emotions. So start there if people need help with mental health. We gotta talk about this more, folks. This isolation problem's gotta go away. I leave you, if you can't read it, it says there is no exercise better for the heart than reaching down and lifting people up. That's all of you guys out here. Thank you so much, I really appreciate it.